Pages is a game where you will learn as you play, and we strongly recommend experiencing your early runs on your own to enjoy everything without spoilers for the first time. This podcast will assume you have reached the final boss, unlocked all the weapons, and met all the characters. Any additional spoilers will be disclosed in the episode. Thanks for tuning in. Hello and welcome to Hidden Aspects, a podcast about Hades. I'm your host, Ridiculous Hat, and this week we're joined by, well, a multi-podcast friend and Hestia specialist, Hestialist, I don't know if there's a way to say that, I'm sure, Edelweiss. How's it going, Ed? How's it going, Edelweiss? <laughs> it's going pretty good. How are you, Hat? Oh, you know, hanging in there, Saturday night. Um, I edited two podcasts today and I recorded one this morning, so I have to record one tonight and Ooh. go for the trifecta. Three, three shows produced in one day. How it goes. So we'll be getting to know my friend Edelweiss in a little bit, but you can also get to know everyone by following our social media accounts in addition to following us on whatever pl- podcast platform you like. Check out Hidden Aspects on Twitter and join our Discord. Link is in the show notes and on the website. What's up, Edelweiss? Let's get to know you a little bit more. Tell us a bit about yourself. What's your background with gaming in general? Yeah, so I really started gaming with with Blizzard games. It was Diablo 2 and Warcraft 3. Oof. That was like my jam Back all in the of day. The- yeah, all of uh, high school, really. Uh, well, and, and before that, I, I remember I watched my brother play Diablo 2. I had gotten really into that. Uh, he had played Warcraft 2, and I never played that myself, but I enjoyed watching him play. Did you StarCraft at all? Uh, a bit. I, I, I enjoy the story of StarCraft. I'm not good enough at RTSs to really, uh, really compete in that. But I uh, also played some fighting games very early on because we got a, a PS2 uh, after winning a bet with my mom. I won't get into that, but we were going to buy a PS1. We made a bet with her and ended up getting a PS2. And uh, so we we played fighting games, mostly just Soul Blade, because I would play in the arcade with my brother while my sister was at uh, indoor soccer practice. <laughs> they had a bunch of arcade games alongside the, the indoor field. So was that on the PlayStation 2? That was Soul Calibur 2, right? Soul Calibur 2 was the next one we got yeah, besides yeah, yeah. Soul Blade. And then uh, we also had Final Fantasy Tactics. That was uh, really, really fun. Yeah, those were... The glory days were so old. Oh my goodness, we're so yeah, old. Uh, I know, I know. Yeah, I enjoyed Soul Calibur a lot on the Dreamcast. And then I remember getting Soul Calibur 2 on the PlayStation 2 as well, yeah? Yeah, 2 is fantastic. Very different mechanically than the games that we play. I guess, like, not crazy different from Hades, but pretty different. Honestly, I played Soul Calibur 6 because I I bought it when it was on discount on Steam, and it feels so different than 2 was. Like, fighting games have just changed a lot since those days. Yeah. I am admittedly out of the loop but i believe you because the the fighting game scene that i am most aware of now not that i'm aware of any of them is smash brothers and that's also a very different situation yeah yeah absolutely um so what are your, what are some of your favorite current non-hades games so i saw that breath of the wild was on sale and decided to actually get the real game instead of my emulated version that i played before because I, for quite a while, have only had a PC, but my, my brother very kindly got me a used Switch for my birthday, so I've started to get back into some console games that I never you know, played before. I thought about getting Skyrim, but uh, I don't know. That seems like not the kind of time sink I want to get. It's Skyrim has also been out for a minute and will continue to be out on whatever thing that you own at any yeah, point in, ex- in the future. Exactly. I, I think for that kind of game, I'll just wait until the new Baldur's Gate is ready and get that on PC. In terms of uh, other games, yeah, I, I just got Sakuna of Rice and Ruin, uh, which which is kind of fun. You play as a harvest and uh, fighting goddess who uh, you have to like get stronger through planting and harvesting uh, rice crops so that you can fight demons on the island. <laughs> It's kind of goofy premise. It's a, it's a very strange game. It's very fiddly. Yeah. Yeah. There's one game that you're not mentioning that I, that I 
should remind you that you should mention. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, Hearthstone is the game that I compete in. It's the game that I've flown around the world to, to play. Uh, it's, it's taken me a lot of places that I probably wouldn't have gone otherwise, uh, like Rio and uh, LA a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun game. And uh, yeah, we're on, a, we're on a different podcast together about that game. So, it's, of course, you forgot because we're, we talked two days ago. Well, I, you yeah. know, I talk about that game all the time. So I'm, like, excited to talk about other games, which I, I don't usually do. So let's talk about Hades, which is the game on this podcast. And <laughs> how did you find out about it and what drew you in? Well, uh, you should know how I found out about it because you wouldn't stop uh, bothering me to get it. <laughs> That's that's not strictly accurate. I wouldn't stop bothering everyone to get it, and you okay, were there. That's that's fair. Yes, I I got a switch, and you were like, "Great, you should get Hades," and I was like, "Yeah, well, all right, fine. It's on sale. Uh, I I now have Bastion and Transistor as well. I haven't gotten into those yet, but I picked them up while they were on uh, on sale. Three dollars, three dollars each. Yeah. Fine. Oh my god, it was insane. I got them with like the coins. I didn't even have to spend actual money. It's marvelous. Yeah. And what what really like compelled you to keep playing? What was the thing that grabbed you? Oh, I mean, so it, it stole like a good month until the new Hearthstone expansion came out, just because I've always been a fan of mythology. Uh, I, Norse mythology, Greek mythology especially. Uh, but honestly, all of it, like it, I'd be down for Egyptian mythology kind of stuff as well. I just, I love stuff to do with various non-christian deities because it's just there's such interesting stories uh and and compelling like i don't know how the world works in the view of ancient people uh, and i uh i i loved getting the opportunity to like play through and interact with all of these deities that i, I learned about in school growing up and have since read one of my favorite series the iron druid chronicles is about a 2,000-year-old druid and his sort of uh, adventures and encountering all of these different deities from various pantheons uh, because the way that system works is, is like as long as someone still believes in them, they're around. So it's a, it's a kind of fun uh, series. But Hades just has that fantastic playback loop all the characters are engaging the dialogue so many lines of unique dialogue it's just you know it's designed to pull you in yeah and mission accomplished what can we say i mean we're here multiple months after the games come out after 1.0's come out not not counting early access which apparently was plenty compelling in its own right we just didn't didn't play it yet um yeah and what I love about the game as well is that people can take different approaches, and you and I have had some fundamental disagreements. Um, yeah, we have kind of opposite approaches or preferences yeah. anyways. Because I think uh, we were talking about what is the freest first point of heat that everybody can take. I actually legitimately forget your answer. Was it convenience? Oh, I, I honestly, I don't remember at this point. Uh, prob probably, probably the damage, honestly. Damage control? Extra, extra damage. Oh, hard labor. Yeah. 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 I think you might have said, yeah, you might have said hard labor. And I said tight deadline. And you're like, whoa, nine minutes per level. That's just, <laughs> that's, that's not enough. And, and now, of course, I, I have had to use tight deadline because sure. you've cleared a 32. Yeah. Like it's, you can't, you can't do that on TD zero. That's not going to happen. <laughs> but yeah, I remember just being very surprised at how different our approaches were. And uh, I don't know. I kind of want to get an idea as to, as to how you, got into Hades, like, in terms of the difficulty and the approach, because your clear times originally were a lot longer uh, than the ones that I was seeing, <laughs> but also you had a lot more death defiances at the end, and you were just a lot safer in your approach. Yeah, so I am always a ranged weapon kind of person. For as much as I hate real-world firearms, uh, I, I like bows uh, and... I, I do really enjoy ranged weapons rec recreationally. I don't know. Just something about getting in there with the fists just kind of terrifies me. You're just so close to everything. And I am much happier with the uh, kind of kiting strategy and strafing, right? So 
something lunges at me and I dash away as I shoot back at it. Uh, when I played League of Legends, I often played AD carry or some kind of mid carry uh, and, and almost always ranged characters. See, the thing is, it's not that you're close to them. It's that they're close to you. Because yeah. if they're all the way over there, they can't catch these hands. And you want them to catch these hands. Um, so yeah, it's been interesting to me to... And, and on top of that, people may not know you from, from Hearthstone, from other games. Uh, you're something of a hipster. You like doing the things that other people are not doing. <laughs> so we were talking about weapons in the, in the Discord one day. It's like, yeah, Eris is pretty clearly the, uh, the meta gun aspect the rail that's doing the best and you're like all right so i'm just gonna work on hestia here we are well and i i honestly some of it was because of uh, you guys saying that but another part of it was just i tried playing eris a little bit and it was just it's melee it's I, really aggressive you have to get super close yeah. you have to dash in all the time I didn't enjoy the style of like having to pay attention to like, okay, make sure I use my special and then now I've got the special buff on me and I shoot things. Like I was never, I would try and do it like special on top of myself and keep shooting from far away rather than special on top of them and, and dash into the action. Uh, you know, I use uh, ruthless reflex instead of greater reflex. So uh, using a dash to like get in there is uh is not great for me because i i use my dash generally to avoid getting hit kind of like the way you use dodge and dead cells or uh or the way you parry in many games in parry Sekiro. Dash. yeah yeah exactly and you've uh, also Sekiro, spent like 140 hours in Sekiro. Se oh I, I i'm i yeah i love Sekiro so much Sekiro is what would happen we were talking about this last week with tail Sekiro is what would happen if from software made guitar hero because it's that game is a rhythm game <laughs> <laughs> yeah in some ways for sure but yeah it's uh it's been interesting i think the first time you told me you were using one dash or using parry dash i'm like that i don't understand but i mean you cleared 32 on hestia you've been doing fairly well at cranking up the heat and this is kind of your focus so we're going to spend a good chunk of the episode talking about that um but can you remember the the heat packs that you do you remember where the walls were, and do you remember uh, how long it took you to hit those milestones, 8, 16, 32? So uh, it was kind of weird, actually. I hit 16 on Hestia. I, I don't remember what combination. I wasn't super paying attention. I mean, there's, there's pretty easy first ones, right? You, I cranked up to EM3 always. Like, I, I never have that's those off. That's just the off, game now. Yeah, that's right. just the game. That's just... You get used to those bosses as much as I, I would in some ways love to put the uh, second boss. I'd love to put Lurney on not enhanced measures and do, do the other ones because that fight for me is just really rough. It, it has all these islands and so you've got to be kind of close. It's difficult to keep your distance. And you have and one dash or you dash into the lava. Exactly. It's really, really rough. Uh, so... I, I know if I've got a, a head start on a really solid build, uh, depending on how well that fight goes. Although one thing that helps is a lot of times with Hestia, uh, each head takes two hits and then is is pretty done. So <laughs> yeah, the, it, the it damage is kind of nice that you're able to just kind of go pop and then they just go away. But yeah, I imagine that also tight deadline was definitely an adjustment. So uh, have you done TD3? Mm -hmm. You're just going up TD2? No, I've never touched TD3. I, I, I just cannot go that fast and be as defensive as I am. But generally what I crank up first besides the enhanced measures is, you know, you do the, the perks, one level of perks for the armored foes. And, you do package, the, yeah. and then you do the up upgraded mini bosses. Um, and underworld customs is fine, right? You get rid of some passive usually. As long as you have right. something picked out for Tartarus, then that's really the, the only thing you need right, to worry about exactly. and saving a reroll or two. And then besides that, I usually go for uh, extra damage because if I'm, for the most part, avoiding getting hit in the first place, it doesn't really matter. Just don't get so, hit. 
Yes. Just that's don't our, get hit. That's our exactly. topic for the week. Just don't get hit. Thanks for listening. Um, I mean, that's all of BC4 on Dead Cells, which I recently went back to Dead Cells. I've been out of that game for so long. I got destroyed. It's very, very, very difficult, especially at those high BC levels. Yeah. I enjoy that game. It's That's the part of the roguelike where it started to feel grindy in a way that Hades hasn't for me yet. Um, yes, for sure. I enjoy Dead Cells. It has a lot of depth. Really grindy. Really, really grindy. Just collecting the cells and leveling up the forge just takes forever. Um, but yeah, BC4, getting hits bad. Just don't get hit. Don't do it. Um, yeah. So, I, the, the lightning round questions, one of them is favorite aspect. I'm guessing we know which one it is. So, favorite aspect that's not Hestia. Oh, that's not Hestia? Ooh. Uh, probably... It's between Rama and Chiron. I was gonna guess a bow. Yeah. 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 Those are pretty pretty shoe ins. I, I struggle with using anything besides Rama's special. Like I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing. You still do the shotgun thing in a way. Like you you use the spray and then you you just yeah. like dash strike. Rama is surprisingly close to Hestia in a lot of ways. Um, except yeah. you don't have to rely on just the, like, Hesse, you have to rely on the reload and shotgun blast, but with Rama, you can play it a little differently if you want to, and you're much better yeah. at breaking damage control shields. Yeah, I think I find Chiron, like, more relaxing. You get to just chill, be at range, you know, you shoot him once, and then you fire your volley, and it just it gets the job done, right? You add multiple stacks of whatever uh, status effect you've got going on, either poison or slow. Do one button and then press a different act, uh, button to destroy enemies. That's kind of your thing. Yep. yep. I believe that. Uh, favorite character. I understand that I'm opening a bit of Pandora's box here and asking you to talk about the lore. Feel free to wax uh, eloquent if you need to. <laughs> so I, I actually, I had a misconception when I first started this game in that I thought Megara the Fury was the Megara that is uh, Hercules, like, first significant other uh that is not the case different different megara um but megara is my favorite character uh something about the dynamic between her and zagreus is just really enjoyable the um and uh i don't know yeah besides besides megara i guess it would maybe be persephone i mean those are good characters megara is easily the most popular answer on the show um, yeah, but Persephone, definitely. I mean, you know, Meg, like, yeah, it's, I, I don't blame anyone. If you're listening to this and then you come in the show later and you want to say Meg, don't let me hold you back. It's a good answer. <laughs> it's an excellent answer. My favorite Olympian, I, I like was not that I totally wasn't expecting is actually Dionysus. He's hilarious. Like, he's amazing. The, like, I don't actually like Dionysus in most of the the stories uh and and Bacchus is even worse uh, but something about the way they've portrayed him in here as just like you know Zagreus's bro is is just really really uh captivating um so yeah of the Olympians probably Dionysus in this specifically and otherwise like I don't know Artemis, Athena. Athena was always like my dad's favorite. Interesting. Yeah, there are a lot of choices, but I mean, I agree. Dionysus is the one that I want to talk to the most, and I love mm -hmm. picking against in trials because I love how he forgets that he was mad at you. Like, well, we're, we're like, it's fine. Yeah. Um, what is your comfort build or fun run configuration, a thing that you find yourself falling into the most often? I mean... I think part of why I'm here is it's just always Hestia. But like, is there a particular <laughs> is there a particular way that you usually go? You're like, I don't want to think too much. It's glowing. I'm going to go to bed after this run. Let me just do my favorite, my go-to. Yeah. So I often do open runs, which is another difference of ours. Although in which case I'm either going palm the whole way or pierce butterfly the whole way or starting coin purse and then going into something. Probably that would be in terms of most comfort, is starting coin purse and then figuring something out because you still have some control. 
but you get that extra bit of gold early on, which means you can pick up more boons, etc. Uh, and then once you know what the game is trying to give you after Tartarus, then you can do the build from there uh, by taking uh, God keepsakes for X, two, and three. Yeah, it's. I will say I've been doing coin purse runs lately. They're fun and different in a way that like <laughs> I uh, we talked about this with uh, with Jay a few episodes ago. Just reintroducing the variety back into the game, and also you can really learn your skills if you're focused on playing the game, not playing the build. Um, because it's very easy to just play a build. And I understand in the build bracket section, I will be a little bit of a hypocrite, but I do enjoy starting <laughs> coin purse when I'm on a heat that I'm comfortable with. Because if you're pushing heat, you kind of want to go with a with a build and a keepsake config that's a little yeah. more stable, I think. But I if always start Athena. Yeah, in higher heat. I mean, and Athena is like the the when we talk in Hearthstone about trading and going face, Athena reminds me of that. Um, in Hearthstone, the dialogue is when you're a new player, all you do is go face. Then you learn a bit and you start to trade. Then you become a pro, and then all you do is go face. So when you're a new player in Hades, all you do is take Athena dash. And then when you get to be like pretty good, you're like, okay, I don't need Athena dash. Then you get to push high heats and you're like, all right, I think a dash is the best boon in the game. Yeah, absolutely. And it's really, really strong. So I think I see that. Most hated enemy. Great shields? Shields. Yeah. Yeah. Because Hestia. <laughs> uh, it's really, really disheartening to, to be on Hestia and then just lose a ton of time or, or, or like take a bunch of damage. Because you 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 just have to get behind a great shield or outmaneuver them in uh, a lot more specific ways because the, of that block. It's so brutal. And part of why I've taken to just like having hunting blades or like some kind of cast build on the side of Hestia. One because it's not super intensive Hestia, so you can do that. Uh, but but two just because it helps get around those those great shields. And calls help as well, um, if you have a decent call, but that's kind of a long shot. Yeah, I uh, I assumed that the great shield, just hearing that clang sound when you're on big single target range frontal damage was going to be what you weren't interested in doing. Mm, not not so much. Yeah, yeah I, I like having Athena call. It It's nice because you can keep doing your regular damage output just while being invulnerable. You can just stand on top of them. Nice. Um, so it's time for some build bragging. Most fun part about the game is talking about, hey, this cool thing I did. So tell us about the cool thing you did. A couple things is fine, too. <laughs> uh, so I guess the coolest thing I did was that 32 heat clear uh, with, with Hestia. And I did it. I tried all kinds of heat configurations for a while. But finally was like, you know what, I'm going to try the thing they do with really high heat where they do uh, lasting consequences and, and, and stubborn defiance. So I was taking double damage and I had no heals and I had stubborn defiance on and I cleared 32 heat first try. <laughs> wow. It was, it was really insane. I think I also had one level of uh, forced overtime. Oof. Because if, uh, if you just one-shot them... It doesn't matter. So this was my, my strategy, right? I had no uh, jury summons. I had no uh, calisthenics because you need the enemies to still be as fragile as they would normally be. No damage control ever, I assume. No, I can't do damage control. I considered doing like, okay, I just have to do a short burst to get rid of the shield and then I can do it's to, it's Aggro of them and then reloading is not a good idea. It's so tricky. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I... I enjoyed that quite a bit. I believe I was on deadly reversal as well. Big That's probably hits. probably the best one I think for Hestia is deadly reversal. It's just, yeah. uh, I mean, you yeah. can say that about almost any weapon. There are very few weapons that don't want it, it though. It's oh, it's you're standing strong. still. You're yeah. less likely, but it's it's pretty hard to say no to. Oh, gee, I have all this Athena stuff. Guess I'd better do giant damage while I'm deflecting. Guess that's okay. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I had really the nuts. It was Deadly Reversal, Calculated Risk, Hunting Blades, and Cluster Rockets. Oh, you had the Cluster Rockets. Okay. Yeah, I had Cluster Rockets. Mention that with, next time. With Yeah, with Critical on the Special. 
Exactly. With, so, so you would just deflect one thing and then press a button, and then things would disappear in big green blasts. Yeah, exactly. And I had Dionysus uh, on the call, actually. So, and that's that your was privileged epic, status, epic. probably. Yeah. Well, no, you don't use privileged status on Hestia generally, okay. because it it doesn't help you in rooms at all. Oh, because I guess you're not actually hitting things unless you're killing them. Yeah, so family exactly. favorite better. Okay, makes sense. Uh, it's just honestly a lot of damage. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of damage. Sounds like your build was damage, damage, and damage. I I might have also had the Dionysus Ares, or I was at least angling for it. I, I'm not sure I hit it. Uh, sounds like you did. It, just it's fine. yeah. It's just such such a lot of damage. Um, as for me, so I had I had taken a taken a couple days off over the weekend. I'm like, you know what? I'm really feeling the run, and I decided I'm gonna learn forced overtime. So I took my usual 22 heat config, which is kind of my comfort level, um, and then I just mm -hmm. threw forced overtime on top of it. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna do my comfort build. I'm gonna do merciful and Gilgamesh. Haven't done it in a little while. <laughs> Seems like a good build. Um, and roasted the 25. It was a five sack. I did it in 15, nice. 15, 13, five sack. Right, Oof. on 25 feet. So speedy. Yes, and forced overtime made things feel a lot faster because the enemy spawned in faster. So It does do that. So I said, you know what? Clear that 25, I'm taking a few days off. I'm totally ready to do 32s. Wrong. That was wrong. <laughs> so I've cleared 32 on fists and rail, and I think I could run those both back, but I've been trying on other weapons. Tried on bow, did not get there, um, and tried on... Did a couple Arthur runs today. I had a really nice Arthur run going into Elysium, where I'd gotten Tartarus Smoldering Air. It was really, really nice. It, but I had had the two runs I did. I got Aphrodite in room one off Keepsake, but I got it on special, not an attack. So my attack buff just wasn't where I wanted it to be. And forced overtime Asterius. I am not used to him yet. I am not used to him. Ooh, he hits hard. Yeah. So I tried one build on Stubborn Defiances and died to heroes. Tried another build on Death Defiances. Ran out of time and died to heroes. Um, so both were on Arthur. Neither of them had Aphrodite on attack, which is what I was aiming for. So I just need to practice that build. Um, but also, I need to start getting better at using my dash to mitigate damage as opposed to enhance damage. Because I use my dash pretty mm. aggressively. And once you start getting up to 32s and higher, it seems pretty clear that you need to get hit less as opposed to push more damage. Um, even on TD3. And... So just practicing that, learning that, uh, I'm probably going to crank it down to start uh, do what I did before to successfully freeze heat, which is go one at a time. And like mm -hmm. I clear 25, go for 26, go for 27, just go one at a time and figure out where the wall is and then try and break down that wall um, because I'd like to be able to regularly clear 32s. I've been spending too much time hanging out in the official Discord in the high heat channel. And I'm like, you know what? I oh, hear them no. talk about high heat all the days. I can do 32s. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, I did my one just to do the trophy. It was it was basically I I got tired of taking the time to crank it up and so after the 16 I was just like I want that trophy. I'm going to do the 32 and I'm just going to keep playing Hestia until I get the 32 and I got it. And here we are. But now yeah. now being more casual about it, I just finished before the show uh, an 18 run on Hestia. Uh, again, deadly reversal hunting blades. Uh, I think I had Explosive Fire and the uh, Homing Attack one. Oh, Seeking Fire. Explosive seeking and Seeking. Fire. So it would find them and then it would blow up? Yeah. Exactly. It's pretty good in the big shot. It was EM4, uh, and I lost no Death Defiances the entire run. Wow. Yeah, that's, uh, that fight is still very challenging to me, so no DDs is pretty impressive. Were you on Acorn or Spearpoint? I was on Spearpoint because yeah. it helps so much for the tunnels. Yep. Well, and also, um, I found that on EM4, I had a lot more luck with Spearpoint because my acorn would just disappear to the ads in Phase 1. Because Phase 1 oh, of EM4 sure. is the actual hard part. <laughs> Especially, I got butterfly butterflies. Balls, yeah, so like your, your acorn just evaporates, just goes away. Yeah. So, let's jump into the topic while we're here. Um, so, we, you kind of already covered what you enjoy about Hestia. Walk us through the general play style, because it seems pretty pretty straightforward, but I'm wondering if there are any nuances that are not immediately obvious. 
Yeah. So as I've been doing it, there are certain habits I, I either formed or like tried to break with, with various things. I, I think if you're used to playing the other adamant rail aspects, it is going to be a huge adjustment because shooting more than once is really, really bad a lot of the time. Uh, I have uh, reset my reload button to the L button on the controller, and I pretty much attack and immediately reload almost simultaneously sometimes. Uh, you can dash strike to kind of interrupt the reload animation, and it shortens it a bit. It's kind of tricky. I'm still working on that. I think that's sort of the, the next level. This most recent run, I, I also was kind of challenging myself because it's it's really easy to just use Athena dash and then uh you know it's it's defensive and and helps a ton uh and I'm still dashing away but then if you screw up on your dash uh you've got that time of deflect to make up for it I was using Artemis dash this time because your damage potential is higher so you're just dash striking all the time an enemy tries to engage with you and you dash strike away from them so you're backing up uh, to avoid their attack, you get the just miss. Uh, so Ruthless Reflex gives you uh, additional 50% damage and 50% dodge chance. And then with Artemis Dash Strike, it's you know the only dash in the in the game uh, that adds percentage to your attack. So getting that extra 70% at level one of the Hunter Dash is really really powerful on Hestia. Uh, it, but it's it's such a weird habit to build because you have to totally transform the way you play. And I often find that after playing a bunch of Hestia, I try to do another weapon, and it's so jarring because I keep you keep reloading. Re Chiron. I keep hitting the I keep keep yeah exactly. I keep hitting the reload button after like every attack, and you just don't need to do that. Um, yeah, very very strange. Um, I. Pretty much start Athena all the time uh, if I'm if I'm picking the stuff. I tried a Pierce Butterfly run and it 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 went more mediocre. Uh, I I got to Hades but then died to EM4 because uh, it's just hard to have Pierce Butterfly in that fight. You you have no defensive keepsake and uh, since you're doing a totally open run, it's just the whims of the gods what you end up with and the the builds are harder to get right there. Yeah, makes sense. Is so, so the Olympians that you really like seeing, obviously Athena, sounds like Artemis is high in your list. Um, yep, for sure. Yeah. Just any potential to be able to crit on that attack is insane. Do you look for Aphrodite ever? Uh, yeah, because even though it seems weird, like you don't want to be hit, so why do you want to make enemies weak? Well, because I have it set so the enemies do hit really hard when I do get hit. And also it's just... It's very high percentage buff on the attack. Yeah, and gives the chance for Heartrend, too. Heartrend's really, really nice. Yeah, but usually, like, if I'm picking stuff, I, I have Athena on the attack because I want the attacks to deflect as they're going in, so you get that chance to, to critical, uh, assuming I, I have the deadly reversal. And um, even if not, honestly, uh, I know that you can destroy projectiles with shots, but I think the... The window is is bigger if they're if your attacks are deflecting, and so it's nice to be able to just uh, shoot off the attack and and know that it'll deflect things on on the way. And is there any Olympian that you try and avoid, or anyone that you don't usually want to see? So, you don't really want Ares or Dionysus on your main stuff. I do actually like them for side things. I like. Uh, Dionysus for strong drink. I will pick up strong drink, especially I just did one with an epic strong drink that I picked up in Tartarus. It gave me plus plus thirty percent damage by the end. I I really like strong drink, um, and Ares can be really great for rooms uh, because of battle rage. Battle rage is kind of nuts. You kill one thing, and then the next time your next attack does plus a hundred percent damage uh, at like common. So you kind of get to just keep this chain of like you kill something and then get the double damage and then kill another thing, get the double damage. It just, just snowballs. 
Yeah, that seems really good. The airy support boons make sense. You haven't mentioned much. The three that I haven't really heard you talk about. Demeter, Poseidon, Zeus are the three that I haven't really heard you uh, venture into. I could see Demeter being okay. Um, Poseidon feels like it doesn't really fit what you're trying to do, and Zeus feels like you, you might want some of the secondary stuff, but you it doesn't really interface all that well with the primary stuff. Yeah, like Zeus I just had on this one with uh, Billowing Strength, and it's it's fine. You don't really want lightning strikes on any of your stuff, uh, but if you get to call more, that's nice. Poseidon can be nice because of the knockback, so if you don't kill them, you know, they're not close to you. But in general, I, I think it's just so important to have Athena Artemis that I, I kind of fall into stuff that, that goes with them. Uh, Demeter, again, uh, the slow is cool, so if you're not killing them on the first shot, you can keep your distance, keep hitting them. But it's... Super, super important to have percentage on attack. I think my favorites on the attack are Athena, Demeter, or Aphrodite because of the high base percentage increase. But I've just gotten so accustomed to using Athena. <laughs> I mean, you're used to it, right? And it's it just makes things a little, a little safer. Yeah, for sure. Is there any... So what are the hammers that you look for or the hammers that you avoid? So generally, I want explosive fire is the number one hammer. Uh, I, I know it can be nice to go for something like cluster rockets, but you're I don't special a ton when I'm using Hestia. I, I should do it more, but it's, it's sort of like you can't really fit it in. Uh, so if you're not getting an option to to buff your attack, I'll maybe take the cluster bombs just because you can hit it and not really aim and it fills the room, whatever might do something. Uh, targeting fire can be helpful if you don't see something to buff the attack because they take 30% damage and are slowed while targeted by your special. You have to be more mindful of your different things you're doing then. But explosive fire is my number one, uh, particularly early on because skulls are so frustrating. Uh, I That's the one instance where I do start not doing the fire reload, and that's a habit I've been trying to force myself to do because they're fragile enough that you can kill them with the regular shots. So it's better to just like kill a group of them faster or like hit them with your special than to try and shotgun every single one of them because there's always a bunch. Yeah, especially if you crank up benefits package. So like they can, they can be oh, fast. Oh, yeah. They it's can be it's fast. real bad. But if you have explosive fire, you can shotgun them because it just hits the group. Uh, ricochet fire is okay because then you can hit at least two things with, with one shot. Uh, I just had seeking fire and that's pretty nice because it's a buff on your attack and you, uh, you don't necessarily have to aim as much because it, it, it does the seeking thing. Uh, piercing is another thing. Really nice to have. Yeah, being able to go through shields is is huge. And there are a few of these that I'm guessing you don't really want. So Delta yeah, Chamber, number Delta <laughs> nope, Chamber, never not great on Hestia. Like Does it on Eris, absolutely nothing. No, it makes your weapon worse. What can you still manually reload, or it just doesn't let you? No, you can't reload. Oh, you can't. Oh, That's yeah. That's my understanding. See, I've never taken it because it's a because it's a nonbo. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I have pressed the reload button while playing Eris because I definitely have the habit as well of, instead of while I'm dashing away, while I'm dashing in, they kind of do mm -hmm. special reload and dash basically all at the same time. And I kept hitting mm -hmm. the button like, wait, nothing's happening. It doesn't do anything. So I don't believe you can. <laughs> I haven't tried it, but I know that this is not the, the hammer I would take. The other one that I think people associate with Hestia, and I have made the mistake of taking this with Hestia, is spread fire. But... The first shot yeah, does not, not change. It, the first shot doesn't change. It stays exactly. exactly the same. So you're just nerfing the rest of your clip. Yeah, exactly. You, you, I, I at first thought it was going to be awesome, and then I realized that it just doesn't change it at all. And I was like, oh, this is just worse because I never use the short-range fire anyway. So it, it kind of is like you don't have a hammer. At first I thought like, oh, this will be Great, it just is more base damage. It goes with the shotgun vibe, but it's uh, it's not what you think. It's a good flavor combination, but it doesn't actually yeah. work mechanically. Uh, the, exactly. the one that I'm curious about uh, that you haven't mentioned is targeting system. 
So when you get that, do you find yourself targeting enemies? No, I, I think I did mention that towards the beginning, but it's it's more of a like, okay, I don't have something to buff my uh, attack percentage-wise, so I'll take targeting system, yeah, because then you can fire off a special and it, it slows them, which is really important, and you get the 30% extra damage uh, until the special hits them. Makes sense. Um, so what duos and builds are you kind of looking for? We've talked about Deadly Reversal a lot, um, yep. and that seems really great. And obviously, if you're there, uh, aiming for Hunting Blades makes a lot of sense, and mm -hmm. aiming for Merciful End doesn't, so I'm guessing you usually don't go for Merciful End because you don't want Ares on either of those buttons. Um, no, you, you really don't. Uh, I would say that if you do have Aphrodite and Zeus in there somehow, obviously that is going to be amazing because, I mean, billowing strength plus the, the Zeus Aph plus smoldering out air is just, it's so much damage on anything. You just keep pressing call every few seconds and... And that's not weapon specific. Like, there is no, no build in the game where damage. it would not be made better with billowing strength smoldering air. Every single everything right. is always better if you have that. But at least it, Aphrodite makes sense on Hestia, so it makes sense that this could be a, a part of the playstyle. And increasing your strength is obviously the nuts when you have a giant shotgun blast. And if I'm doing that, I, I think I ideally want Zeus on the cast, because you don't really have to use the cast. Uh, so having Zeus's cast is sort of just fine. Uh, and then you uh, you would want like maybe Aphrodite call can be extremely good with smart smoldering air um athena's as well yeah that makes sense it's i do like athena's is just kind of nice because you're just pressing the button like you can't hurt me you can't hurt me you can't hurt me and if you can get some palms into it then it can be you know every five seconds you get five seconds of vulnerability and it's pretty strong and sometimes you can get yeah. aphrodite call and just like aha nice job dad <laughs> just charm him over and over again is there anything that you've tried that really didn't work like any build that you try that's like this is not it. Uh yeah, I mean so uh, trying to get anything uh too fancy with certain things like I don't know, having a Dionysus dash or like that stuff, it, it's like too much work to try and pull it off to 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 get like the the extra crits for having them with hangover. Oh splitting headache, yeah. Um, yeah, that's not going to happen. Like, it's just, it doesn't come together. Uh, I th I think that, like, Dionysus Ares, if you have Dionysus Call, can work. Um, but, you know, if I've got Aphrodite and I pick up uh, Dionysus, like, okay, extra stacks is, is cool. Like, it, it's fine if you have the Dionysus Call, but I think trying to do stuff with the, the dash that isn't uh, Athena or Artemis is just... It's just mediocre. It feels like we should talk about mirrors, but it feels like for if there's any weapon that does not want privilege status ever, this is the one because you just yeah. don't <laughs> you don't interface with debuffs at all, really, all that I effectively. Mean, like you could have it, but it's sort of like it's only there for boss fights and not helping you against the regular enemies because you don't want to hit regular enemies more than like once to pop their armor, once to kill them. But just use family favorite and take the 25% boost to every yeah. shotgun blast as opposed to needing to do some work to get to get that extra 15% on top of it. Yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. Um, so as far as mirror talents go, I, I want, do you use Fiery Presence, the top row, for undamaged enemies? So I, I use that if I'm doing like lower level heat, but I think there becomes a certain point where it's important that you have the opportunity to backstab bosses some of the time yeah. i don't usually like go for it intentionally but you know the the 100 percent damage on regular mobs is is great it's just you are gonna have a harder time versus bosses and in general i only die to bosses going hestia because you you one shot most other things. It's like bosses and mini bosses. The um So Asphodel is just the weak spot of my run 
for most most of these. Yeah. And the mini boss where it, it falls down from the sky and power you've got couple. Medusa there. Oh, the worst. I it's hate power so couple. bad. I like, hate that it, boss. It's, it's super, super brutal. Uh, and particularly when they're upgraded so that you've got the shockwave coming out, it, it just can be really uh, challenging because I usually don't have my build fully coming together yet. So like I, I do pretty good damage just off of Hestia's innate you know, 150 plus. Oh, that's another thing. Just don't use this weapon if it isn't fully upgraded. Yeah, you it's need not, the damage. It's not worth it. It's like, very hungry for blood. You can get by with Eris off one blood, um, but like you're not going to get that with Hestia. Hestia needs to be, you need to do a lot of damage. Yeah. Like maybe if you're on, if you're pushing a lower heat and you have it up to like level three, you can probably get by. Um, but you really want this to be, to be maxed out if you can. Yeah, but... My build generally hasn't come together by the time I hit the power couple, and so it just is really tough to get enough damage on that rock thing. Uh, I mean, it's nice in that you like you can get your shot off before it flies up again, but it's just I don't know. That shockwave sucks. I hate it. I, I've lost more death defiances than I care to in, in that fight on you know whatever weapon. Yep. Um, which packs? you stay away from and which packs do you tend to lean into i imagine damage control never ever for any reason under any yeah never ever for every reason any reason on damage control i tried using the approval process and got so tilted i hate that so insanely process. tilted it might I not just, be I as impactful as it, it feels but it feels terrible it feels so awful yeah. It felt so bad, I turned Forced Overtime up to two. Uh, and that wasn't good either. Forced Overtime two on Hestia? <laughs> that seems crazy to me. It was, it was better on Hestia than it would have been on other things. But uh, it was still a lot, and I didn't feel like getting used to it. I think, yeah, approval pro process, is, it feels personally bad, because I can't just pretend it didn't cross out the thing. Damage control is just a bad match for the weapon. Uh, honestly, the since I do EM4, and that's just a me thing, sometimes it can be nice to turn off the uh, the like armored foes thing. Oh, benefits because, package. Yeah, benefits because it's tricky. Like it's not easy. The summoned things. Are armored foes? Yeah. So I feel like they maybe get the benefits. I I I'm not sure about that. I can't say conclusively. My instinct is that they don't, but also it's I don't I can't say for sure. They might. I mean, there's so much going on in that fight that yeah. it's kind of hard to realize what's happening. I hate phase one of EM four. That is the thing that it's, I like. Oh, you know, it's for sure the hardest phase of that fight. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that makes sense. And I imagine that you've already talked about hard labor not really being a big deal. I feel like jury summons a level wouldn't yeah. be a problem. Um, Juries, yeah, jury summons one level would be okay. I think if you are pushing up the tight deadline, uh, jury summons is just, it's a tough mix. Um, and it, yeah, skulls, jury summons are tough. <laughs> yep. And never calisthenics program or at least rarely if ever uh it just makes everything take longer yeah you want to be able to kill things in one shot so when i did my 32 clear i did not have calisthenics program as, at all it was just uh, most of it was lasting consequences hard labor and then em3 uh one level of forced overtime i believe it was oh, so you didn't Underworld. do super dead no super dead no, I, I'm not at a level where I'm willing to do Super Dad while I'm doing all kinds of other hard stuff. Yeah, I'm right there with you. But I had the one level of Forced Overtime and then uh, the, the regular two level ones, the... Benefits Package. Benefits Package. Underworld Customs, Middle Management. Underworld Customs, Middle Management, yeah. yeah. And then TD2. TD, uh, not a bad configuration. Um, so if you had any closing thoughts, if people are wondering, like, is this the weapon for me? Uh, <laughs> what about it is appealing that maybe people would, 
would make them want to give it a try, how would you how would you wrap it up? Yeah, I would say if you enjoy doing big damage, <laughs> just like you know, single shot, large amount of damage. Like my favorite thing that I did when I first started playing this game was getting Artemis on special and going hazard bomb uh, targeting system. That was so cool because you would just get these like 1.5k crits. It was bananas. So you just had this giant bomb and everything was trapped in it and couldn't move. Exactly. And, you know, this isn't quite like that, but you get to consistently do a ton of damage. And it's just so cool one-shotting enemies. You know, I call it a shotgun because you, you reload after every hit, but you actually are doing stuff from pretty far range, or at least I do stuff from pretty far range more than, than you would think. Uh, it's it's really nice that you don't have to be right next to them for it to work. And in general, my play pattern is like I let them attack and then I dash away and shoot them. That might partially just be my whole ruthless reflex uh, play style. Oh, but... I get it now. I get it. You wanted to play Bloodborne. You got Hades and you're like, how do I make this Bloodborne? <laughs> you know, I never played Bloodborne because I don't have a, a PS4. But. Yeah, well, you parry in that game by using a gun, and there's a dash, so, yeah, <laughs> this makes a lot of sense now. You'll like Bloodborne if you ever get the chance to play it on PS4. I'm sure um, I'll get there eventually. Lovecraftian yeah. stuff is great. Yes, very Lovecraftian as well. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Edelweiss. Um, I might have Absolutely. to go do a Hestia run myself after this, because <laughs> the thing about talking about Hades, it makes me want to play more Hades. So, uh, yeah. where can we find you if we want to chat and any shout-outs you want to share? Uh, so you can find me in the uh, Hidden Aspects Discord, always. Uh, I'm Edelweiss in Discord. Uh, also, if you want to pop into the Coin Concede Discord, Hearthstone Friends, uh, I'll, I'll, I'm there a decent amount. I don't check Discord as regularly as Hat, but you know, if you at me, I will notice. Very few people do. Yeah. Uh, and uh, on Twitter, I'm at Swagoy Edelweiss. Uh, Swagoy is the, the team I'm on for, uh, for Hearthstone. Cool. And, uh, and of course, listeners, you can find us on Twitter, find us in the Discord, uh, at Hidden Aspects. You can find me at Ridiculous Hat. Subscribe in your podcast client. And uh, that'll do it for this week. So until next week, we'll see you in hell.